Welcome to the podcast today. You know, God bless you. I'm so glad, again, you're joining with us here for Proverbs for the day. This proverb today is a dynamic one. Of course, they all are. But chapter 11 just holds so many wonderful tidbits of truth and wisdom, so many wonderful morsels, so many wonderful bites, if you would, of the bread of life. It's just tremendous. And so today we're going to encourage ourselves once again as we read through Proverbs chapter 11. We're going to encourage ourselves with one word or with one concept, one principle, and I have not pre-read this or pre-chosen what we're going to do. We're going to take this just like you're going to take it next month and the next month and the month after, and you know, for 5, 10, 15, 20 years, should the Lord tarry, just like you do, you read through it and something just absolutely stands out to you. And so you take that and you meditate on it that day. Uh, We'll go through a verse together, a concept or a principle together after we read Proverbs chapter 11. I hope you're enjoying this. I certainly am. And I hope you're adding these little things to your life all along the way. We've talked about so many things. Today is the 11th day of the month, of course, so we're going to Proverbs chapter 11. Are you ready? I'm reading from the King James Version. Proverbs chapter 11. A false balance is an abomination to the Lord, but a just weight is his delight. When pride cometh, then cometh shame, but with the lowly is wisdom. The integrity of the upright shall guide them, but the perverseness of the transgressors shall destroy them. Riches profit not in the day of wrath, but righteousness delivers from death. The righteousness of the perfect shall direct his way, but the wicked shall fall by his own wickedness. The righteousness of the upright shall deliver them, but the transgressors shall be taken in their own naughtiness." When a wicked man dieth, his expectation shall perish, and the hope of unjust men perisheth. The righteous is delivered out of trouble, and the wicked cometh in his stead. An hypocrite with his mouth destroyeth his neighbor, but through knowledge shall the just be delivered. When it goeth well with the righteous, the city rejoiceth, and when the wicked perish, there is shouting. By the blessing of the upright, the city is exalted, but it is overthrown by the mouth of the wicked. He that is void of wisdom despiseth his neighbor, but a man of understanding holdeth his peace. A talebearer revealeth secrets, but he that is of a faithful spirit concealeth the matter. Where no counsel is, the people fall, but in the multitude of counselors there is safety. He that is surety for a stranger shall smart for it, and he that hateth suretyship is sure. A gracious woman retaineth honor, and strong men retain riches. The merciful man doeth good to his own soul, but he that is cruel troubleth his own flesh. The wicked worketh a deceitful work, but to him that soweth righteousness shall be a sure reward. As righteousness tendeth to life, so he that pursueth evil pursueth it to his own death. They that are of a froward heart are an abomination to the Lord, but such as are upright in their way are his delight. Though hand join in hand, the wicked shall not be unpunished, but the seed of the righteous shall be delivered as a jewel of gold in a swine's snout, so is a fair woman, which is without discretion. The desire of the righteous is only good, but the expectation of the wicked is wrath. There is that scattereth and yet increaseth, and there is that withholdeth more than is meat, but tendeth to poverty. The liberal soul shall be made fat, and he that watereth shall be watered also himself. 
He that withholdeth corn, the people shall curse him, but a blessing shall be upon the head of him that selleth it. He that diligently seeketh good procureth favor, but he that seeketh mischief, it shall come unto him. He that trusteth in riches shall fall, but the righteous shall flourish as a branch. He that troubleth his own house shall inherit the wind, and the fool shall be the servant to the wise of heart. The fruit of righteousness is a tree of life, and he that winneth souls is wise. Behold, the righteous shall be recompensed in the earth, much more the wicked and the sinner. Uh, Proverbs chapter 11 is so filled with such wonderful attributes to the Word of God, especially when it comes to giving. You notice that the liberal soul shall be made fat. That means the person that, that, uh, that gives with generosity, gives with liberality. The person that, uh, that uh, not deals with a slack hand now, but is diligent to be liberal, to be generous. That person shall be made rich, and he that waters shall be watered also himself. I love those scriptures. You know, uh, there is the person that tries to hold on to more than they should, and they tend to poverty. And there is a person that, that gives out seemingly more than they should, and they absolutely are made wealthy. Isn't that tremendous? Well, today we're going to talk about verse 13. 13 was, uh, is something that just, again, challenged me. You know, all through the years, for decades now, I've been doing this, and, and each month I, I choose from each one of the Proverbs a, a different verse, most always. Sometimes, perhaps, I have, I have chosen the same verse. It just stands out to me. Maybe I've, you know, uh, God's still trying to work on me in those areas, you know. Uh, some pieces of clay are hard to work with. You know, that's what God likens us to. We are the clay. He's the potter. He's making something out of us. And sometimes I know that, uh, that we can be a little resistant to what God is doing. And so, you know, maybe next month he's having to, uh, you know, work on us in that area again. And so thankfully God has an opportunity to work on us in these areas because we go to his word and we let his word fall fresh on our heart and our minds. And then as it speaks to us, we try to glean from it. Just exactly what Joshua said in Joshua chapter one, whenever Joshua was told by God, this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. What does that mean? That means that we need to keep the word of God with us all the time and not just in our mouth, but we should keep it in our heart and we should meditate. That's what Joshua 1 says. You shall meditate therein both day and night uh, so that you can observe to do according to all that's written therein. It's a process. You see, we hear the word of God. We speak the word of God. We rehearse it to ourselves. We make declarations based upon the word of God. We make confessions based upon the word of God's. We do not let the word of God depart out of our mouth, but we keep it in the midst of our heart and we meditate on it day and night. That means we turn it over. We think about it. We just choose to think about it. Uh, you know, I, sometimes I meditate on one verse, just take it completely apart. You know, uh, many are the afflictions of the righteous, for example, in, in the book of Psalms, but the Lord delivers them out of them all. Uh, you know, words like that are, are, are so important to us that many times when I'm meditating on that particular scripture, I'll just take it all completely apart. Many. What does the word many mean? You know, this is how I think about it. It's like we worrying in the positive. We are, we are considering, uh, you know, like, like as though it were negative, worrying, meditating, musing, you know, just going over and over. Many. What does many mean? Well, many means many. It means more than just one. You know, it means that, 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 that there's an abundance, that there's, there, 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 there doesn't seem to be too much of a lack. Well, that's the truth. Many, many are the afflictions. What are afflictions? Well, hardships and hurts and heartaches and difficulties 
difficulties and trials and tests and, and shortcomings. Yeah, many, many are the afflictions, you know, and I'll just take one word like that, word by word, concept by concept, and turn it over and over and over and dissect it and exegete it and take it apart and see what it means. I'll, I'll even go to the Greek or the Hebrew and find out what the words mean and, and then just uh, through a process of meditation, many are the afflictions of the righteous. Well, who are the righteous? Those that are in right standing with God. Well, how do you get in right standing with God? Well, you're made right by the blood of Jesus. There's nothing you can do to be righteous. You are made right by the blood of Jesus. It's imputed righteousness, imparted righteousness, the righteousness which comes to us because we are a child of God. It's a robe of righteousness. And after I go through many or the afflictions of the righteous, when somebody has been uh, given a right standing with God, afflictions seem to come their way. In fact, many times afflictions come to the righteous. Isn't that, oh, that's just the word of God. God is telling us something. Many are the afflictions. You might go through a lot of afflictions even when you're right with God. But, oh, I love that. I love to meditate on the word but in all the concepts, in all of the uh, all of the words of God that, that share with us anything difficult or anything bad or anything alarming, there's always this hinge pin. But, but, you know, God's not finished yet. But God delivers them out of them all. What a tremendous thing. Meditation, what a power. Because the Bible says that when we meditate on the Word of God and keep it in our mouth and keep it in our heart, we will be able to accomplish it. We'll be able to put it into practice. We'll be able to do according to all that it says. And then, Joshua says in chapter 1, then after you've put it in your heart, put it in your mouth, after you have made sure that you meditated on it and and observe to do it, then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. Well, let's see what this particular verse, verse number 13 in chapter 11, is going to add to our life today. Are you ready? This is what Solomon said after all of his experience in life, after all of the wisdom he gleaned, being the wisest man that God said would ever live. This is what Solomon declared a talebearer. What is a talebearer? Meditate on that. What is a talebearer? A talebearer is a gossiper. A talebearer is someone who goes around bearing tales, telling other people stuff that, that uh, n- number one, they're not a part of, and number two, they're not a part of the cure or a part of the problem. If you're not a part of the problem or a part of the cure, or if you're talking to somebody about some other person's problem and they're not a part of the problem or part of the cure, it's gossiping, it's tale-bearing, going, telling on someone else, you know, a tattle-telling, uh, you know, just uh, having those morsels of information, especially those that will create a negative impact on others. Now, if you're building someone up, that does not fall in the category of tale-bearing. It doesn't fall in the category of gossiping if you are actually building someone up. That falls in the category of exhorting and encouraging and speaking that which is good to the use of edifying and building up and encouraging people. Now, if you're going around saying wonderful things about other people, if you're going around telling the absolute best things that you know or the best, you know, and building them up in the eyes of others, then hey, great. But that's not what this is talking about. This proverb is talking about the people that go around telling bad things on others or critical things on others judgmental things on other people are just getting into their tasty treats and morsels of of life, the drama of life, trying to perpetuate drama, create drama, bring division, or somehow make somebody else feel a little bit worse or or think somebody else is a little bit less, to think a little more critically or a little uh, less of someone else than they did before you talked to them. The Bible says that a tale bearer reveals secrets. 
That's right. You know, God recognizes secrets. Secrets are important. Secrets are important to be kept. You know, if someone confides in you or if you see someone do something else that 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 would be uh, that, that would have a negative impact if others knew it, then you need to keep that to yourself. You don't need to be revealing the nakedness of someone else or revealing the trouble or the or the or the bad decisions, wrong decisions, costly mistakes. Not just in idle gossip, not just in tale-bearing, or certainly going and telling someone else that, you know what so-and-so said about you? Do you know what so you know, uh, don't, 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 don't do that, okay? Don't do that. The Bible says where there is no wood, the fire will go out, and where there is no tale-bearer, the strife ceases. We'll read that in another proverb later on. I mean, I've, I've gone through these proverbs so many times in life that most of, of, of the things that I quote, most of the wisdom that God has has made available to me comes from these scriptures. And this is one of them, that a tell-bearer will reveal secrets. In fact, the Bible says that a tell-bearer will separate chief friends. Tell-bearing is not good. It's not good at all. But look what it continues to say. But he that is of a faithful spirit concealeth the matter. Wow, isn't that tremendous to know what the difference between helping and hurting is? Being faithful and being unfaithful? If you want to be a faithful friend, if you just want to uh, have a faithful spirit, then you don't go around revealing other people's secrets. You conceal the matters. The Bible tells us that, that when we want to do good to someone else, when we want to love them, that love covers the multitude of sins. Love does not uncover sins. Love covers sins. God covers sins. Isn't that great? Love covers all the things that we could say ugly about other people or that we could say that would be petty about other people or that we could say to justify what we did and to vilify what they did. Don't be that way. Don't be a tale-bearer. Okay? Be of a faithful spirit. Today, we're going to meditate on this particular scripture. Let's just take it apart today, all day long today. Okay? I want you to just take verse 13 apart in your mind. What is a tailbearer? What did God mean whenever he said tailbearer? What was Solomon trying to communicate to us? A tailbearer reveals. What does reveal mean? What, what are secrets? What could be categorized as secrets? You know, uh, things that are confidential, things that, that no one else knows. Knows. You know, it doesn't have to be some deep, dark, you know, classified bit of information uh, or, or, or something that you have sworn to privacy or confidentiality on. It could just be something that somebody else doesn't know, that you're going to tell them something they don't know that's bad about somebody else or that will cause them to feel, you know, less than... Uh, than um, uh, gracious or, or merciful or kind toward that person, okay? What does secrets mean? And what does a faithful spirit mean? What does it mean to conceal the matter? What does that mean? You know, meditate on that today, okay? Meditate on it all day long, and then let's also pray together right now and put into practice today that we are not going to be tail-bearers. We're not going to be busybodies, as the Word of God says. We're not going to be, uh, you know, uh, just going around revealing secrets that belong to others, okay? Let's pray and ask God to help us, to forgive us, and to uproot any bad seeds we've sown about other people. 
and let's just ask God to make us an encourager, okay, of a faithful spirit. Let's pray. Father, today, Lord, we are going to pay attention, Lord, to our gossip. We're going to pay attention, Lord, to, to our propensity, Lord, to want to tell other people uh, things they don't know, Lord, and fill them in on all the details, Lord. And God, uh, un unless there is some altruistic purpose, Lord, unless there is, God, some, some, uh, you know, um, some need, some greater need, Lord, uh, unless we're talking to somebody, Lord, that's a part of the problem or a part of the cure, Lord, then help us, God, not to just reveal secrets, Lord, those tasty morsels of information that, that seem to make life a little more dramatic or seem to make us a little more knowledgeable, Lord, or seem to make others, Lord, a little less so that, Lord, we can feel a little better about ourselves while people feel a little worse about others. God, help us, Almighty oh God, not to be talebearers. Lord, forgive us where we failed you, Lord, and help to uproot, Lord, any negative seeds that we have sown in the lives, Lord, of others, in the minds of others concerning other people, God. Forgive us, Lord, and God, fix it for us, God. And Lord, we commit today, Lord, that we are going to work on, Lord, our tell-bearing, our gossiping, Lord. We're going to work on, Lord, uh, our, our revealing of secrets, Lord. God, our revealing of information that other people don't know in such a way, Lord, or about such things, Lord, that make them feel negative, Lord, or make them feel bad about others or even about themselves. Lord, we just ask you, God, to help us, Lord, to be of a faithful spirit. Lord, help us to cultivate a faithful spirit, Lord, from this day forward. Just check us, Lord. Lord, as we use the word, Lord, check us, O oh God. Lord, and as we do, Lord, as we check ourselves, God, and by your Holy Spirit, we, we feel that unction, Lord. We're going to challenge ourselves, Lord, to just hold our tongue, hold our peace, Lord. We're just going to, you know, we're just going to, Lord, bite our tongue, Lord, uh, that proverbial, Lord, uh, uh, just biting of the tongue so that we don't reveal the secrets, Lord. In the name of Jesus, help us, Almighty God, to conceal the matters that don't need to be known. We pray, sir, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now today, today, begin to build your faithful spirit. Meditate on this verse, all right? And I'll see you back here for the next proverb of the day, all right? Proverbs chapter 12, when we get back together. I'll see you tomorrow. God bless you.